0: Okay, real quick before we get started, you guys have probably heard that intro a bunch of times over the last year or so that I've put out podcasts, um, that, me asking those questions and saying the answer to them is mindset, and now I have a couple options to help you with that. Um, I'm mostly focusing on the newer techs now to help bring them up into the industry and help them get further faster. First option I have is the PDR Launchpad, and that's for techs uh, between zero and two years in business. Uh, it's an eight-week program to help you launch your business into success. The second option that I have is the Young Guns PDR 20 group. That's for techs up to five years in business, zero to five years in business. I'm partnered up with Gene Fetty on that, and that is a mastermind group that runs for a year to help you get your business further faster. So uh, if you want to know when the signups are open for that, then go to my website at CoachCoreyK.com and enter in your email address. You'll be in my email list, and when when I open enrollment for either of those programs, you will know. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Shane Luttrell. Uh, Shane is an internet marketer that focuses on the PDR industry. He does a lot of the back end work, like optimizing Google My Business, back end SEO, press releases, writing content, and much more than that. I met Shane online after having and after having several conversations with him. I do think he has a lot to offer the industry. So I'm bringing him on to talk about that. Talk about this. This is part of an internet or part of a marketing series that I'm doing, and Shane is one of the guests on here. So welcome to the show, Shane. What's up, man? What's up? Thanks for coming on, dude. I know we've talked, uh, shoot, probably for several hours over the last few months. I, I, I think it's fair to say that I understand the internet marketing game fairly well. I don't always implement everything that I know based off time constraints, but I understand how it works. I've done a lot of my own Google ads, my SEO, my backend, press releases, Google, my business, all that stuff. And so when you and I have conversations, I can kind of understand that you know what you're talking about. Um, I've talked to other people who say they're internet marketers and i talk talked to them. And when I feel like I know more than them, then I'm like, yeah, that's that I shouldn't know more than you. Um, so that's why you're on. Cause I think you're knowledgeable um, about this. And I do think you can help some other PDR techs. Um, how I start every podcast is how did you hear or find out about this weird little niche of PDR.
1: Yeah. So, um, I have family that's well, close, pretty close family that, that runs a auto body shop in, in Kentucky. So, um, and I really, I was wanting to get into that. So I was watching a lot of, it's kind of weird cause I was watching videos on, on YouTube and I just caught my eye was a, a, a was a painter that had a, t- a PDR tech brought on and he just, and I was just in, fascinated with it so i went to the tech school before that you know i, I wanted because i've started multiple businesses like um i had a, a uh, marine detailing business where i detailed um, houseboats yeah. and and yeah I I, I I failed because i didn't know how to how to run a business online <laughs> I was just, you know that that's 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 the main point and so i wanted to make sure if i was going to start this pdr business that that is one of the main focuses that i was going to I was gonna to learn before I actually started then you know and I spent a year or two learning digital marketing before I actually took the um before I took the PDR training but and by the time I took it I was like so so fascinated with digital marketing that it just it just overran it
0: so you said you went to tech school which is basically you went to PDR training yeah PDR training yeah where'd you where'd you go
1: uh Shelbyville Kentucky
0: with who, with who? I don't know. Is it a big trainer or a local guy? I don't know. If... I with, uh, Rob McDowell. Oh, Rob McDowell. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know him. Um, that's awesome. So how, how, so you, you, you actually ended up going to tech school or PDR training school, but you loved the internet marketing side so much that you wanted to do that. But now you kind of just like combined the two. You're like, okay, I want to bring the internet marketing to PDR. Sure. Is that a fair, is that a fair summary? Exactly. Okay, yeah. gotcha. You know,
1: I just felt like I could help, you know, uh, me personally, I, I get, you know, I feel good about helping, you know, helping people in general. So I felt like that I could be better served as a digital marketer mm-hmm. other than a painless dent repair tech.
0: Gotcha. That's cool. So can you fix a dent? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> um, yeah, a little, I could take it. I, I, I still practice some. Nice. That's cool. I like it. Um, So that was where the combination, so you in the body shop went to internet marketing school or not school. You put yourself through your own school, went to paint repair training school um, and now kind of combined the two. So um, do you have a background in marketing or are you fully self-taught?
1: Yeah. So I've spent, I've spent more money on um, courses than, probably the average person would spend at a at, a, at an actual school
0: <laughs> at a college yeah so what do, you, what do you mean by that so you didn't just like read blog posts about learning internet marketing you signed up for coaching programs bought yeah. video series like what are we what are we talking about here
1: yeah so um in multiple different masterminds which we you know go we we, we in the masterminds you know I can't personally test every because Google algorithms and stuff like that is always changing. So you have to have, you have to be in a position to test so much stuff. So me personally, I can do all that. Um, So I put myself in a position to be alongside of people that do have the, do have that type of um, capabilities and, and just learn from them and, and, learned I learned the basics then now I'm into more advanced things like you know google stacking and and mirroring just a lot of some complex stuff like that
0: so basically so I mean everyone that listens to my podcast regularly knows that I'm a fan of mastermind groups I'm in a mastermind group I host a mastermind group I'm actually in several mastermind groups um, because I feel the same way as you just like business the business is complicated there's a lot of moving parts you can't Test everything and try everything. Sometimes you try something and you got you won't know for three to six months whether or not it worked. Same thing with the internet marketing. So if you surround yourself with a lot of people who are also doing that, and you can say, "Hey, I tried this and it didn't work," or "I tried this and it did work," that's the situation you put yourself in. So you didn't just learn, um, you didn't just read posts and watch YouTube videos, and now you're like, "I'm an internet marketer." Just like because I've talked to internet marketers, and I'm like, "You're not an internet marketer. You're just calling yourself that."
1: But you, you that put in the say, time.
0: Yeah. Multiple years. I mean, you, tens of thousands of dollars. Yes, <laughs> tens of thousands of dollars spent. You can share the number. I like numbers. I'm not. I'm not scared yeah. of numbers. If you want to, but at, tens- at, least, at least
1: at least ten to twelve thousand dollars.
0: Okay, ten to twelve grand of courses, masterminds, training, so that you can learn what this and that's is. like how
1: it works. Sixty hours a week, just nothing. There's a lot of these mastermind trainings. What we've done was we actually worked on. Them their client accounts so we was learning firsthand it wasn't just like some course that you know they give you instructions on what to do no we was actually putting in effort on other clients accounts you know and nice. actually putting and in watching work. it live yeah that's pretty cool and I made, I made sure that you know I you know I made sure that the people that I put myself around were the best in it, you know at what they done and that's kind of why it cost it so much
0: yeah, for sure. No, I, I mean, I'm the same way. If people are watching this video, I'm wearing the RT hat. I pay a lot of money to be involved in the group of Ed Milet and Andy Frisilla because I think they're two of the greatest businessmen, businessmen that do coaching programs and I want to learn from them because I want to be a great yeah. businessman. Um, so if you had to define, I'm talking, probably should have started with this, but uh, what is internet, like what is internet marketing? If you're an internet marketer and I've talked, I've talked to other internet marketers, like what is that? What does it encompass?
1: Um. So, it encompasses your digital presence online, and all your entities that are involved with that. And and you know, there's other things like driving traffic, mm-hmm. and you're, and you're, then you're paid. Um, your paid ads. So that's all. of And it's just building all your relevance for all those all those things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a combined. It's it's more of a combined. Like I I, I focus more on. Um, Google my business and, and web design and, and ads. Mm-hmm. And, and all the other things that I do kind of just build upon that.
0: Gotcha. And so, I mean, I feel like this is an obvious question, but I also feel like I, I need to ask it. But like, why is this, like, why is internet marketing so important for a PDR tech to do?
1: Because, you know, um, we're living in an always online world you can't go outside without seeing a person on the sidewalk punched over staring at their phone. So it's extremely important to develop your a strong online presence for your business. Because I mean, that's, that's just the sole fact of, of this day and time.
0: Right. That's, that's the truth. Um, You know, back in the day, it used to be uh shooting when my dad started his business, he would do yellow pages stuff. He had uh uh, radio ad at one point and things like this. And this is basically internet marketing It's just like the marketing for the digital age. Um, and so there's a really simple form of this uh, and then it can get insanely complex. And we all know, um, maybe we don't, I shouldn't assume that. It can get insanely complex when you guys that are listening, um, Google Google, a pair of shoes or a vacation and then you go on your Facebook and all of a sudden you start seeing that stuff. That's not by accident. It happens on purpose because the, whether there's cookies on the website or pixels on the website, they're tracking you from one space to another, which some people could think is really creepy or, or, or disturbing, but it's also actually pretty awesome because I don't really want ads for um, you know dresses. Like I want ads for the shit that I'm looking for. And so they know what we want and they market that way. So that's like super advanced stuff though, right? It happens all the time. Um, but we just maybe don't even notice it if you're not aware of it. But for a simple guy, like let's say, you know, you got a PDR business, like maybe you had someone build a website for you or something and you're like, okay, I, I need an online presence. Like what... Uh, what are the basics of that? That you like the minimum things that you have to have to be even like a legitimate business besides like a website? Like, what are the minimums? Let's start with that and we'll get more complicated.
1: <laughs> so, you want to Google my business for sure because you because that is one of the main drivers for local businesses as mm-hmm. it shows up in the maps. You want then everything else. I'm going to talk about citations, which are uh, mentions of your business on um, other directories like yellow pages, map quest, places like that. You want, you want those to, you you may even want those first before you actually apply for your Google, my business. So (laughs) you're more more of an established um, entity before you actually um, fill out your Google, my business. But, but a Google, my business is very important because you, you get traffic from from the web search.
0: What and if you, you don't have, a, have an address?
1: Um, you can you can hide the address. Perfect. And there there's other ways that you can get. There's other ways that you can verify
0: um, Google My Business without using address. Um yeah so what happens in on Google my Business basically you sign up for Google my business and then they're gonna send you like essentially like a postcard with a with a number on it and you're gonna like call in or or verify through email that you that you actually exist so you can't just like set up a bunch of locations all over the place you gotta like there's a physical way to confirm it but you're saying there's another way like if you don't if your address is your house, you can put that and hide it right or you can click yourself as a mobile business or something. Or there's ways to do it, right? If you don't have a shop, you can still start a Google My Business and should.
1: Yeah, you definitely should. Yeah, um, you, can, you can always hide your, your, your address.
0: Okay, that's cool. So citations on directories, maybe two words that people are like, well, I don't know. And so like, what's a citation? What is that going to, like when you say be on Yelp and, and wherever, yp.com, and there's probably a thousand of them or 50,000. Okay. But w- what is a, like, what is a citation? So citations aren't
1: as important as they they was in the past, but a citation right. is just a mention of, of your business on other um, highly like high domain websites, right. and it just really, it just tells Google that that you are a reputable business, that you you are you're in business, and so at this point it's it's more it's more on the lines of you're not really you're probably not going to get a lot of traffic from these citations. It's just a way of telling Google that you are a um, a reputable business and the more citations you got you know the better
0: so this is the way i understand it um as far as like <clears throat> the citations kind of go into seo marketing when seo is going to be search engine optimization which is a funny word but basically like how to optimize where you show up when people search google right, right. um the citations, one of the things that I felt like is super important, or that I heard is super important, is that every time, like on Google My Business and on all those directories that you're putting your citations, your information needs to be like dead on exact. Like, exactly. like you can't put a comma here, and you can't put, um, you know, drive like the the street address can't say drive d-r-i-v-e and then on one place see dr period because google the algorithms in google the things that crawl the internet won't won't register that as the same business is that fair to say not the way you well, understand it
1: yeah so you want your name address and phone number to be exactly the same because you don't want any confusion i call them confusion signals because. Um, they just don't, they don't align. It doesn't, your entity doesn't look like it's um, put it's together. Because you
0: got to remember, right? Like the internet, when Google, when the Google algorithm, algorithms look at the internet, it's zeros and ones, right? Exactly. It's not looking at DRIVE versus DR period. Of course, everybody logically understands that, but computers aren't logical yet. They, they're looking at zeros and ones and that code is different, right? So when they're crawling around, they're like, it's pretty close, but I don't know. Um, And you might not get the credit, if that's fair to say, the credit on Google to say like, hey, this is legit. Like basically the way to take a step back at a higher, like a 20,000 foot view, and you can tell me if I'm wrong on this, the way I see the way Google works or the way SEO works is basically the, they're crawling around the internet. They have algorithms that are constantly looking around the internet to give their customers the best answer to a question. <clears throat> so yep. if someone types in dent repair in Sacramento, uh, Google has done its research, uh, Google, as far as Google al- algorithms, like the, 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 mind behind Google has done its research to give that customer the best answer. And if you have uh, Google my business and you have your citation, that's exactly the same in a hundred different places on directories, and you have a good online presence, and you're writing blog posts, and you're doing all that stuff. Google says this is a great answer to that search engine question. Is that a high level way to look at it?
1: Yeah. So Google's main objective is to give the best user experience to their to their searchers mm-hmm. because they want to keep their they want to keep their the searchers in, on on the platform as in, as much as possible and using that because their whole business model is you know, running advertisements and having people click on them. Mm -hmm. So they want the best experience and that's, and their entire algorithm is based on providing the best user experience.
0: So, so yeah, so that's like 20,000 foot view. So when we talk about these things like citations on directories and all that stuff, if we always run it through the filter of like, how can we help Google or how can we help, Cut, we want customers when they type something into Google for us to be the best answer, the best user experience for that question or that keyword or something like that. And the reason being is like Google likes that you are like quote unquote legitimate business because you're on Google My Business, you are on a bunch of directories and all that stuff. So that's why it helps. Is that fair? To, is that fair to say? I know we don't know the answer because sure. Google didn't give us a Definitely. give us this answer, but that's how it works. Is that fair to say? Right. Okay. So we got, we got a website, we got Google my business, we got some citations and now we kind of know why we're doing those things. Um, what else do we need to do? Like on a basic level, uh, to help our online presence.
1: Yeah. So post videos on YouTube and with your name, address, and phone number in the description. And, Wait, who, and that's owns,
0: cool. who owns YouTube? Um, Google. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what? No way. Yeah. So that another reason why, like, why YouTube? Be- because fucking Google owns it. And you, if you think they don't give more credit to YouTube than they will to like Vimeo or some other places, then you're 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 lying to yourself. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, sorry to interrupt you, but in there you're posting YouTube, and you're gonna put this again. Address, phone number, name in the description,
1: and and links to certain pages that you want. Like one of my strategies for what I call Google stacking is, um, is mirroring your your Google My Business and your website. Maybe this is getting a little bit off track, but that's okay.
0: We can come. Um, back.
1: So Google wants you know your information to be consistent, and so they wants your information on your website to be very consistent to the information that's on your Google my
0: business.
1: Mm -hmm, So, um, so you want to develop a a strategy to have the same services that's on your website on your Google my business services and the same in your service areas. You want your service areas that's in your Google my business to be on your website and more prominently its own page to to hold to hold more dominance in search engine Mm -hmm. so when you do that you can start sending links back and forth from your your youtube your youtube channel to your google my business or your or your website and you know that will help with traffic and traffic is probably you know the, the biggest one of the biggest ranking factors because it's a proven result of user experience.
0: Yeah. So like the more, the more it, the more people visit your website, the more people get to see your website, right? Which is huge, right? That's super important. So like you said, YouTube. So if someone's going to post something on YouTube, um, you know, I'm a big proponent as a coach of saying, Hey, sometimes you just have to get started doing something. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be an amazingly beautifully edited 12 minute video. Cause that's what Google or YouTube wants, but it needs to be something, right? So throw it before and after picture, but the bare minimum is like, make a before picture, make a before video after video, try to show your face and put your name address and phone number, the description. Is that like the basic level of like, if you're going to upload a YouTube video, at least minimum do that. Or am I missing something?
1: Yeah, that's, that's the bare minimum. Yeah. But if you want to do a more complex, you can put in um, video schema,
0: Talk, okay. So there you go. Let's talk about, we're going to get a little bit. I wanted to start out really basic level. And I'm sure a lot of guys that do this and have been in business for a long time and understand this stuff, um, are like, okay, I already know all this, but there's a lot of guys that listen that don't understand any of this. So, um, if we could stay on the base level, so we got, and then we'll go a little bit more complicated. I'd love to, i love to talk about that and hopefully get out of an area that I don't even know. But, um, google my business citations on directories posting on youtube with you know with the same info as your citations and your website and things like that is there anything else base level um, that really makes a big difference that someone should maybe try to do quickly
1: facebook page facebook page yeah obviously they probably A, a
0: business page or a personal page
1: a business page
0: yeah and again, the same citations, business name, phone number, etc.
1: Yeah. Facebook Facebook is a citation in itself.
0: There you go. So that, that, and well, is Facebook a directory?
1: No, it's just a mention of your website on a, and there's no other, you know, right. Facebook probably has the highest domain authority other than Google on the web.
0: So. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um I'll I'll take a little detour and I'll come back to simplicity but um you said domain authority. Um can you can you expand on what that is and why when you think about like okay, Facebook has domain authority. What does that mean?
1: Um so it's they have the biggest presence in on in the online market like you know Google has or Facebook has like Two hundred thirty thousand backlinks to their website and they have so many users and it's just uh, domain authority is just how google measures the your presence of the presence of your website and there's a
0: rating between zero and 100 isn't there yes and so like someone who just started a website that has no citations no backlinks no nothing is going to have basically a score of zero or maybe it starts at one i don't know um, but if you think about like how many users go to there, how much traffic that site already gets, how much, uh, how many backlinks there are, how often it's visited, et cetera, they get a score. And I'm sure like Amazon, Facebook, and a couple of those things have a score of like a hundred or 99. I don't know if you can get to a hundred, but <clears throat> so the idea of is um, putting your information on a website that has a super high domain authority raises your domain authority a tiny bit is that fair to say yes sir okay (laughs) you're like it that's a simple way to put it but (laughs) i'm trying to keep it simple um okay so we got google my business citations on directories youtube facebook page what else on the simplistic level of of like their seo or their online presence what are you thinking
1: start posting google my business or google my business posts Mm -hmm. and it's pretty important because um google wants to know that you're you're engaged with your own business they want to know that you're constantly updating your stuff and you're just engaged and because they know that that's the type of businesses that give the best user experience oh okay there you go
0: yeah so posting like um Adding pictures to your Google My Business or making the po- the the posts that expire weekly.
1: Yeah. So, what I do is okay. The posts that expire weekly, I I, I there's another there's another post that you can do. It's called the event post, and yeah. you can you can use that because it expires in thirty days. Um, you point point the event post to a website then then you you can post a little
0: little robot point the event post
1: yeah and you can choose a url to point that to so you can use your website or your your google my business the most commonly used and use post regular posts to um to point you know to point dominance to that event and like every day you can post up to seven posts, but no, we're probably not gonna do that. So (laughs) having a post and, and, you know, every day when you're posting, when you're posting your posts, um, you can, when you go to your event, you can actually get the link that that the event is um, that's under in the, in the URL by pushing the share button and it'll show you what link it is. Then you can just copy and paste that link and, you know, every time you make a post, put that link in your posts, because then it, it really draws um, attention to that event. And you'll, you'll start getting more traffic to that event, meaning more traffic to your
0: Google My Business. Right. It's called like a, it's called a Google stack. A Google what stack you said? Yeah. That's cool. I like that. That's a good tip right there. Um, and again, guys, this is going to get, this is might even get more and more granular, more nitty gritty. and And again, we don't want to lose focus of like why we're doing this, right? We're, we're, we're in business to provide PDR to customers. Um, the way that people find, the way that customers find us is online, right? I mean, we're at word of mouth. If you have word of mouth, fantastic. Keep doing that also. But the way they find you is online. And basically you need to, if you want to be uh, first or second or third when people Google stuff, which that's what everyone does, um, you need to be better at this than your competition is right? That's why we're doing this. This That's why we're learning it. That's why some of this stuff needs to start making sense to you so that you can win that rankings game. Um, okay. So we got, now it's getting, we're getting more complicated. We got Google, my business. Um, we're posting weekly events. You can do a little Google stack, point the event to your URL, things like that. Citations are on directories, YouTube, Facebook, um, anything else, super basic stuff, like get reviews, I'm guessing, right?
1: yeah reviews definitely yeah. and you know you can make it simple like if you're in the beginning you want to share your um, your actual URL link with with a, with your with your customers like through text message you can just send them a text simple text
0: yeah through through your google through my By business phone right? number with there's google. a there's a link you can just send them the link and say hey review my business right
1: yeah
0: right and so okay is that about, is that about the basics before it gets like a little bit more complicated yeah. Okay. Um, if I do one of these, things, I'm, I'm a new guy listening to this, and I kind of understand it, but I'm learning a little bit more. If I do one of these things, like if I start a Google My Business or I make a, uh, an event and point, you know, the event to my URL, etc., am I going to see a change in my in my ranking tomorrow?
1: No, definitely yeah. not.
0: This is like the a compounded. Process,
1: Exactly. So you want to, you want to be really, you know, you, you want to be really aware of your, of your, your of your competition and you want to be aware of what they're doing right. So to, to really, um, to really thrive your business in your local community, you want to be able to, um, in, a, in a sense, reverse engineer what your, your biggest competitions are doing.
0: hmm. Yeah. And that gets pretty complicated. But if you can do that, then you have two choices, right? You say, okay, I see the game they're playing. I can play it better. Or and you tell me if I'm wrong here, or you can say, Oh, I see the game they're playing and they're doing really good. I'm gonna play this other game. Right? To to a certain extent. To To a certain like if they have like they're crushing it on Yelp reviews and they got stuff there, blah blah blah. you're like, okay, I can do Google reviews. Let me play that game. Or If they're crushing it on YouTube or whatever, you can try to compete with them, where you can focus more on Google My Business posts or writing blog posts for your website, things like that. Is that is that a fair thing to say? Like, do you play the same game as them, or do you play a different game?
1: In certain in some areas, you you want to um, level up to your competition because right. that's because it's some of those things are the most important. Um, which the most important thing is to get customers. So yeah. <laughs> And any way that you can do that, and there's multiple ways that you can do that. Um, one way is showing up when someone searches for your business or the services that you provide. So, in order to do that, you have to um, you have to know a couple things about search engine optimization. And by the the, um, the way that it's you know effectively done is by knowing your competition, and because you don't have to. It's like you know it's it's like a racehorse yep so so the racehorse is you know th- a winning racehorse is worth millions and millions of dollars more than the other racehorses but literally they only have to win consistently uh, by fractions of an inch so they're not exactly that much better but they're worth millions of dollars more so you know, that's just a um uh, an, a metaphor an analogy of like the way i look at search engine optimization and competitors you don't have to be you don't have to be a hundred percent better all the time you you have to be able to really you know Google wants to know that if they put you into a position to be clicked on that people are actually going to click on you so you have to optimize a little bit about like your 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 description in your google my business because it's a conversion it's it's for convert it's, it's for a conversion factor because mm-hmm. you you're having to impress two different people or two different entities, your, your customers and your Google, Map, you know, you're good in Google. Oh, that's a good way to look at it.
0: Yeah. And it's great. If you show up, if you show up first all the time, that's great. But if you show up first and no one clicks on you, that's actually bad. Yeah. It's not going to let, you're not going to last. You're not going to stay up there. No. Fascinating. So yeah, this is the game. Like this is the, this is the, this is the new game that has to be played in the world now, whether you like it or don't like it that's that's that regardless it doesn't matter this is the game that has to be played basically everybody's on google searching for stuff and this is the way find people this is the way people find work and if you don't want to play this game then don't but you will be way less busy Right, the fair way to put it um okay so that's the basic level of understanding seo web presence things like that um what else, if you wanted to kick it up a notch, what other tips do you have for guys to be able to, um, you know, take it to a little bit more advanced level?
1: So you know, being the, the most relevant choice for you know, painless knee repair in your local area is, you know, page, page in, gate engagement is probably the, the biggest ranking factor. You know that that involves the traffic or the number of visitors that that you get, um, and the number of page views. But it also it's also about time on page and and the bounce rate, which is somebody that clicks on your your business and figures out that you're you're not who they want, so they they just instantly click off. Those are all factors that goes into um, Google judging if you're going to be um, worthy of being on number on the first page or in the three pack. Yeah. So, so you want your website to, um, so you want your website to do more than just be there and and be fully optimized. You you want to optimize for conversion and for the user experience. So um, so call to action in the top right corner is 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 one of the you know is, is an industry standard in a sense. Um, you want couple a couple, um, a couple of calls to actions around this, about the same call to action um, within the page. The homepage because you know as people scroll down they you know they're more tempted to hit your call to action so your call to action would be could be a couple you could have multiple calls to action you if you have a, a an online estimating tool it could be that could be one of your calls to action or just a click to call call to action and you and in, in, that's what you want to optimize your website for because that's exactly what you want you want people to you know you want people to either call you or or do the other do certain tasks that you want them to do Mm -hmm. that then that of down the funnel that you're creating with your website
0: makes sense you mentioned uh, a three-pack i don't know if people caught that but you said to be ranked higher be on the three-pack can you explain what the three-pack is real quick
1: so google gives a um when you search a a service with a local term that that shows up a as as local seo which is local search engine optimization so for
0: for example dent repair sacramento
1: right and so it'll, the first thing that you'll see is a map or well the first thing you'll see is probably ad and ad yeah on google but as, as you know you'll, you'll see a map then you'll see a three pack the three packs is google's top three recommendations for that service in that area
0: yep and on in a map form you guys have all seen it it's not the listing but it's a it's a map where it's it it shows you like their name and their address on an actual little map spot. That's a three pack, and you can click see more, and there's like twenty other businesses there. But being on the three that are displayed is obviously ideal because <laughs> no one clicks on see more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. It's
1: right in it's right in between the Google Ads and the um the organic search rankings. Yeah, that your websites and, and citations.
0: Right. So if you could be, if you could have a Google ad, be on the three pack and be there organic. Triple for, threat. For talk. Yeah. That, that's that. Uh, and getting, so just Google this, like, guys, if you're listening, you know, just, you could pause this or keep listening to the podcast, but go to your, go to your uh, web browser on your phone and type in dent repair and then your city name. And you'll see what we're talking about. Um, if you look at the three pack and one of them is not even a pdr company it's body shop or they don't have a lot of google reviews or they're way far they're kind of far away from you and they're not actually that local to you there's a lot there's opportunity for you to show up there with uh you know potentially minimal amount of work is that fair to say if you see an opportunity there um and then look at the top, you'll see, you'll see ads. If you're not familiar, like there's a little tiny thing, little tiny box exit that says ad ad, ad right before, right before the, the ad shows up. So you can see which ones are, are, ads. And then below that is organic. So if you could show up on all three of those, you're talking about triple threat. Like that's, that's the goal, right? I mean, shit. It's yeah. That's the goal period. I don't know what else to say. If you don't want to spend money on ads and at least you could be a double threat. Yeah. Um, can you explain how Google ads work real quick?
1: So Google ads work like you'll fit you, you have a, um, a product description. It, oh, it, so it's an auction model, right? Yeah. So you're, you're, competing, you're competing on keywords. So your cost per click is, um, is what you're actually going to pay Google for someone clicking on your advertisement and getting sent to your landing page or website. Um, So your your the auction model is if you're if you're coming up with different keywords that are going to be triggered on the on Google search for your ad to come up and it's an auction that everybody and that everybody that's competing with those certain keywords that you're wanting to your ad to show up for is going to rise the cost per click. So mm-hmm. um, so sometimes it's a, a good Maybe I'm going a little off topic, but it's nope. sometimes it's a good strategy to diversify your your um your keyword strategy. That way you can um that way that you can you can find other search terms that's maybe getting a little bit of volume, but you know the cost per click is so is so much lower. It's it it, it <laughs> makes the uh, your your return on your ad spend so much better.
0: Right. So for like a reference point of dollars, we're talking about uh, maybe something like if we. If the search, what is the most searched search term? Dent repair. Is that fair to say? Probably one of them.
1: So what was that? Painless dent repair, then dent repair.
0: Painless dent repair, then dent repair. Um, So if it's dent repair and you want to run a Google ad for dent repair, let's say the cost per click, every time someone clicks on the ad, doesn't mean they bought anything from you or even call you. They could click and then hit the back button and be off in three seconds. But um, you're paying, I don't know, two to three bucks, let's say, per click. Um, but you find another one, which is like, I don't know, do you have an example of like a, like a, a keyword that would be that gets good, good click-through rate, but isn't expensive to run ads on? I don't, I can't think of one right now. Um, you know, I, I
1: have, I've seen like, like dent puller, you yeah. know, it, things like that. Maybe they, they don't have a more, they don't have a more, um, so the people that are actually clicking on those, it's, it's. You don't exactly know if they have the most commercial intent, right. but it's a good way to test and see where your where some of your keywords that you're using have commercial intent.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, and that, and it's inexpensive because I'm not running ads for that keyword. I can tell you that already. And so, if you want to run ads for that keyword, you know maybe maybe it'll cost you fifty cents instead of two to three bucks. Just but, a- it,
1: also, but it also goes into the to another um, so. Google want if you know Google wants to show ads that are going to get clicked because you know that's who, that's how they make their money. Right. So if they're showing some of your ads, if they're showing your ads and they're just not getting clicked, they're probably going to you know your ads aren't going to show up as much and you're not going to you know and and that's where you want, and you want your ads to show up because you want you actually want clicks from um from customers with a commercial intent. But if you're you know, if your ad copy isn't good enough, you know, if it's if, or the keywords that you're targeting don't really have a commercial intent, you know, they're they may want it. They may be wanting to learn about p- paintless dent repair mm-hmm. or, or things like that. So they're just scrolling down. So you're missing that. They're, they're Google's missing an opportunity to get an ad clicked. If um, <clears throat> so, that takes down your quality score, and you know that that um and that does go into your your cost per click as well.
0: Right. Yeah. So there's a lot to it. I mean, that's like super base level and I'm sure you could talk about it for hours, um, which we won't do today, but, um, I feel like that's a good base level understanding. Like we talked a lot about the organic SEO, a little bit about the three pack, some about running Google ads. That's kind of three areas of how, of where you can kind of show up, uh, how you can optimize your business to show up in those particular areas. Um, I try to keep this about an hour. I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, how someone can work with you and like kind of what you can offer and things like that. So is there anything that you wanted to cover, um, that we didn't really talk about? I don't think we're going to go down super, super, um, complicated levels on this podcast. Maybe we could do it a different time, but anything that you, that we missed,
1: um, so yeah, if, with your websites, so it's super important to to have separate pages for your locations that you that you want to show up more in, like for your Google My Business, because Google um, in the URL that is probably the most important place to have your keywords. So if if you having um, so if you have location pages and if you have the location pages. Then the UR, then you could set that URL as in, you know, painless dent repair in Sacramento, then painless dent repair in just other little areas around Sacramento, and that mm-hmm. will give that will boost your proximity. And proximity is probably it is the number one ranking factor for Google My Business. Um, so that means like if you can search for your business in this area and you can go five miles down the street and search the same keyword, you're gonna get different results because mm-hmm. you're in different proximity. And to expand your proximity, you you want to um, you you want the Google bots to to you you want a more um, a more structured way of saying okay, I do dent repair in this area, so I want a whole page about that with at least five hundred pages or five hundred words of content describing that area, and even pages that are um, Pages that have alt like te- text in the background that says okay, different repair in Sacramento. So you want separate pages to give a more um, a more dominant view of of the service that you or the service areas that you want to show up more in. Maybe I didn't describe that.
0: No, I think, I mean, I understand it, um, but I, I kind of know what, what's up. So it, I, if I can try to summarize <clears throat> URL, super important. Our URL is a uh, dent pro Sacramento. Uh, it's got dent in there. Uh, if I want to make it even better, it could probably be like dent repair Sacramento. Cause that's like, or paintless dent repair Sacramento. Um, so uh, that's important. The name of the u- actual URL. And then on your site, having other URLs and pages associated with that. So um, if, you're, if you're down in LA and you have Dent Repair Los Angeles and you can have Dent Repair Ventura or Dent Repair um, Huntington Beach, Dent Repair Newport Beach, whatever, all those different cities. And you can translate that to your area where you live because you, you, you service 20 to 50 different cities technically. Um, and you have pages associated with that. And even potentially if you can, the same URLs in a perfect world. Which yeah. not every company so, can have that.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and so I know a few people that has multiple listings on Google My Business. That the same area. I just want to give out this. Like and they're, they're pretty close. They're different Google My Business entities. You want to make sure that the service areas don't overlap with each other because they mm-hmm. will constrict the, um, it kind of confuses Google on, okay, why you have this business and you're competing with the same customers as another business that you, you know, and y'all are the same. It just confuses them. So be careful about your service areas with multiple businesses in, in the same, in, in kind of a close
0: vicinity. Yeah. So that was like, I mean, as far as an overview, that's about as basic as you can get. And this stuff gets, Insanely complicated. Obviously, Google or anybody else doesn't give you how their algorithms work. Like you said, that's why you're in mastermind groups. That's why people are testing this, testing that, trying this. Let's try a a Google packet or a Google stack. I mean, let's you know all these things, right? Um, that's the base level. Um, some of the stuff you can do yourself. You can learn some of it yourself um, if you don't want to then you can have people help you. Um, and you you do that, right. You offer that service to people in our industry, paid service, obviously, because if, if it's, if it's a valuable, um, you got to pay for it, but how can, if this is not something that people want to do or people need help doing it or help learning how, or something like that, what, what do you have to offer as far as helping or doing for them? Yeah. So, um,
1: I have a, um, I have a program that I want to, when I, you know, if even if you have a website, so I want to optimize your website or your top 10 services, you know, and if, you, if you're running, you know, painless, repair, you know different services on your services for area pages, you know, you can for dent repair, then painless dent repair, then bumper repair. You want all those pages, but you want them separate because it just gives more dominance. So I do that um, in complete Google, my business optimization. I run, I run new citations every single month. Um, You know, press releases are a, um, usually those are a little bit different because they cost, they cost a lot of money for me to produce. So um, not everybody's going to need a press release. Mm -hmm. So that's advanced stuff. Yeah. That's advanced stuff. So, you know, the, the website, the Google, my business and the on-page SEO is, is my prime service offering. And, you know, so, and we add chatbots to the websites for conversion. Um, we do the, you know, we help with getting your Google reviews and all that's, you know, a paid service. And I have a website, it's the PDR funnel com. You can go in, you can leave, a, and you can contact me through through the website. It's, it's fine. Or or you can contact me through my my Facebook business page. It P, uh, facebook.com backslash PDR Funnel Factory.
0: Is it the PDR Funnel Factory or just PDR Funnel Factory? Just PDR Funnel Factory. No, the. Okay. Gotcha. So do you care to even talk about any sort of rough price range or is it very too much that you can't and it's just like, Hey, reach out to me and let's, let's discuss what's for you. Um, it's yeah. up to you on that, but I'm I'm happy either way. If you want to share prices or not.
1: Yeah. So I, I would rather, you know, get on a phone call and, and just, and because some th- some people doesn't need everything, yeah. you know, and I just want to bring to the table what is most important. And sometimes com- compared to your competition and, and what you're actually wanting to accomplish the process will vary to a certain degree.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It's like like someone calling and asking for a dent repair, and and you're like, how much does it cost? You're like, well, it's, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. it big or little? Let's start with that. Um, okay, so yeah, we covered the basics. Like, obviously, you know, uh, Shane knows what he's talking about. Um, I've learned that over the over the course of the last few months. Um, we didn't even get into the super deep stuff. Um, we can save that for for a different time or a different, or a different venue because I think this podcast is more of a basic level understanding, but he knows what he's talking about. Um, if you're curious to learn more, have a conversation, see if he can help, um, reach out to him and he'll let you know if he can help you. Is that fair to say? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, before I, we wrap it up, I don't, go ahead. Yeah. I don't, don't
1: want to work with someone that, you know, I don't feel that I can bring massive amount of value for their money. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's usually the whole that's that's usually the whole thing that of getting on the call just to see if I'm able to 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 give you a, a good return on your investment.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. That's what I like. That's how I do it too. Um I talk to anybody about coaching, but if I feel like I can't help you very much, then I don't want, I don't want your money. It makes us both look bad. <laughs> you don't grow and I don't have a I don't have a client that's happy. So <laughs> same thing with you. <laughs> For sure. Um, all right, man, we'll wrap it up, but I think that was great. I think that's a really good basic understanding. Um, if people want to know more, reach out to him. You can always talk to me, um, about Shane. If you have any questions, I'm, I'm here to talk. If you want to message me, um, before we wrap it up and finish the podcast, anything else that you wanted to say that you didn't get to? No, I think we're good. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I think I'm, I'm happy to see that there's more, that there's more people providing value in this industry, whether it's on the backend SEO stuff, I'm going to bring other people on about social media, about uh, CRM systems. I do coaching. It's good to see that this industry now is um, there's more options than just, than just uh, learning how to fix a dent. right? Go to PDR training school, learn how to fix it. And then what right now there's a lot of other people that can help you run and grow an actual legit business, um, which is really fun to see. And I think it's super needed because, um, if we're missing something in this industry, it's the professionalism, um, and the, the recognition that we exist as an industry. And this is a way to do that um is your online presence and you know ranking above body shops (laughs) for when people type in dent repair because they still rank all over the place and we should we should own that um anyways that was just a sidebar what do you what do you feel how do you feel about that i mean usually a question i ask at the end of the podcast is like what do you think about the future of pdr um do you have any thoughts on that like the future of pdr how your internet marketing or other internet marketing can affect that um i'd love to hear actually your answer on that too
1: so I see a lot of body shops that changes their business category to auto dent removal. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know exactly what that means, but it <laughs> kind of means that they want to get more business from the PR industry in, in a sense. But
0: I mean, technically, I mean, at least Thank auto you. dent repair, they're doing that too. Yeah, technically exactly, it's a different way. And we're like, no, that's not the real way. But um, you know, Google doesn't know that we got, we got to compete and play that game. <laughs> right so what so i'll ask you the question directly then because i was i rambled a little bit where's the future of pdr and how does what you do help yeah the future of
1: pdr is is developing your your business online because that's where everyone is and um you know and and Educa- just
0: educating customers can we say that
1: yeah we can definitely say that for sure you know because yeah I, from my opinion you know when i first said that i was going to go to painless repair um to to training they i, I had i knew no one that even knew what that was <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and so it's the education and actually the cool thing about it, like you said earlier in the podcast that you need to impress two different people. You need to impress the customers that are searching and need to impress Google. I think the cool thing is if you're educating on your website and you do it right and kind of SEO it up a little bit, um, you can, you can achieve both of those results. You can educate a little bit and also make Google happy to show people your page. Is that, is that a fair thing to say?
1: Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So your your content is definitely graded by its um, it's the way the way that the the person reads it and the value that they're getting. Don't really
0: know how that they judge that, but uh, they yeah, do. no one does, but they do <laughs> for sure. All right, man. Well, it's a pleasure having you on. Um, and I appreciate what you're doing, what you're doing for our industry, and and how much value you're bringing on the back end of it. And uh, if you need anything else, reach out to me. Cool. Thanks, Shane. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR coach or find me on my website at Coach Corey K dot com c-o-r-y-k dot com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.